Welcome back. This is Nerd Coalition Podcast number two. As everyone's giving me the two signs. Uh, this is Jimmy here, and uh, excited to talk about some new stuff tonight. Um, I'm currently nerding out on uh, building my delicious library on um, the Mac. If you don't know what that is, it's an awesome app that allows you to categorize and uh, basically make an inventory of all of your gadgets and video games and movies and toys and whatever else. And uh, it'll have a shelf shelving unit where you can get pictures and reviews and ratings and stuff. So I'm working on that and 400 plus video games strong right now. So uh, moving on to my left, we have uh, uh, Bat Gone here. Uh, currently nerding out on Final Fantasy V, mostly. Playing in about uh, 56 hours, trying to master all the jobs. Nice. That and uh, Pickles got me going on a little bit of Pokemon Conquest. It's really fun, you know. And they're going. And uh, I forgot to mention this before, but I watched uh, the movie Total Recall like five times last week. <laughs> so <laughs> ready for the new movie. Yeah. yeah. Five times. Three times in the same day, because I woke up at like 3.30 one day. And I was 3.30 in the morning. I was just up, so... But uh, is it on Netflix? Open your mind. Yeah, so I've uh, been doing that. That's pretty nerdy, I guess. Moving on. Yeah, this is E. Clark, and I'm currently nerding out on Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man, to be more specific. Uh, I bought it for 360 a week ago. Set me back 60 big ones, but it's so far it's been worth it. I've been webbing people up left and right and just swinging through the city, enjoying my own sense of web freedom. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And right now I'm kind of feeling a little a little lethargic because I really want the Samsung Galaxy S3, and I can't do it right now. But I'll be all right. Moving on. <laughs> get money, get paid. Sorry. I'm in the middle of gaming right now. <laughs> I'm playing Final Fantasy 3 on my iPhone. Uh, amazing. This, this, what, this game, what? Oh, yeah, we don't know who the bearded fellow is. Oh. This is the first time for him. Oh, we do know that he's bearded, though. Oh, sorry. I just figured since I was a, a Nerdco veteran, minus the last podcast, you know, you guys would just self-introduce me last time, but <laughs> my name is Ryan Hoppy. Sorry, the mic is, the mic cable, hold it up, hold it right here. Sorry. Yeah, oh, it's just, uh, it's, there. The end is uh, a little loose, so just hold it at the mic, don't touch the cable at the bottom. Sorry about that? Do I need to reintroduce myself? Yeah, sorry. My name is Ryan Hoppy. I am currently playing... No, you got that, Fine. it was good. Oh. Ah! <laughs> 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 Alright, um, I don't know, I, I, I really don't know what else I'm playing, I'm, uh... I've been trying to beat uh, a ton of different games right now, but I'm just focusing on the Final Fantasy 3 on my iPhone. Uh, I'm really stoked about Final Fantasy Dimensions coming out for uh, all the uh, all the uh, basic, I don't know, mobile phones and mobile gaming and everything like that. Looks great. Uh, I, uh, I've been watching, uh, trying to catch up on a ton of just um, nerdy... Uh, shows. Uh, I'm just finishing uh, Cowboy Bebop right now. Um, yeah, uh, comics. I'm just been going to town on the new 52. Uh, Aquaman, amazing Jeff Johns, just 
He's a brilliant, brilliant writer. Uh, I picked up just recently the new Batman. Was that the Court of Owls? Mm-hmm. Scott Snyder. Uh, oh, yeah. I haven't oh. started reading that one yet, so I'm I'm, I'm stoked to to start that. I, uh, I'm actually ahead of you in uh, terms of of comics right now. On, I, on terms <laughs> of uh, just Batman, on, on just solely. Batman. But I've read Batman and Robin. I've read the first issue of that. I've read seven issues of the. Uh, uh, Green Lantern, New Guardians, which that story is amazing. Um, Nightwing, Batgirl, all, so far everything's so good. Uh, just catching up on a lot of old DC stuff too. Um, Countdown to Final Crisis, read one and two on that. Got three and four coming. I don't know, I'm just all around trying to catch up on all kinds of nerdiness since the 1980s, threes, back in... 1800s. <laughs> I was also uh, a little drunk right now. So. No. Sobered up now. <laughs> yeah. A couple dues. And, uh, yeah. Brews. Living life for the fullest. Waiting for his well, iPad no, to come in the mail. a couple brews and then a couple dues. Oh, gotcha. Oh, and we forgot to congratulate Ryan yeah, on, the, uh, on the recent wedding that he had. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It's been awesome. She's a lovely lady. And she's, uh, she's very tolerant on me coming out to the NerdCo, you know. It's, it's you know, it's for true. people in a marriage, it's tough because, you know, you have that significant other to worry about, so it's, yep. you know. Got a couple, got, couple old married guys here. You know, it's, but, it's uh, three. <laughs> <laughs> she wishes I was at home laying next to her, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm out trying to make a difference in, in the nerding culture, trying to get, get the word out. That's Amen. right. That's Amen. right. <laughs> you got to stay strong. You know, I'm, I'm trying to hold true, and uh, I guess the next guy's going to explain a little bit more. That is true. This is uh, Mullins, and I'm the other married guy here. Um, also with a beard. Also That's with right. a beard. <laughs> Not nearly as good as Hoppy's, but... That's hard to... Who was on the cover of our magazine, may we add? (laughs) Check it up. It's a Detroit, you know, Detroit-based magazine, so representing Detroit. Details? So what I'm nerding out on is not um, a specific video game right now, but just uh, that my uh, beautiful, wonderful, lovely wife, who did not pay me to say any of that, (laughs) got me an early birthday present, uh, the new Galaxy S... Three. Yes. <laughs> Just <laughs> saying uh, the name. I think Eric there. might be more excited than I am, which is hard <laughs> to attain. <laughs> but I'm still messing geek. around on it. But I will say one thing, though. From what I heard, the uh, salesman was kind of an <laughs> asshole. So hey, hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, that was oh. <laughs> we will not name him. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that you, Jimmy? No. <laughs> Sorry, James T. Oh, it must have been a different. Yes, it was. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> but no, so I'm not messing around with that, but it's very cool. What's going on, everyone? Late night nerding out on, on uh, 712. This is uh, Grizzly Pickles, or I just go by the name of Pickles. And what I'm currently nerding out on, so a few things uh, Pokemon Conquest, because Pokemon. Has pretty much taken over my life since uh, being unemployed. And let's see, uh, Pokemon trading card game in the league with that. Got three badges already. And let's see, you also got, let's see, Pokemon Conquest, awesome game. So I say it's taken 12 hours of my life. That's um, it? 
Pokemon Conquest. Yeah, I said that that's it. Only twelve hours. That's Only twelve hours. Well, it's a short. I'm be honest with you. I mean, I'm be honest with you. It's kind. Of, you know, it's kind of a short game. But it's, I'm just leveling up people so I can destroy my opponents in the future. Leave it to Pokemon. Always coming up short. Ayo. Oh yeah, just finished Pokemon White finally. Cause I'm gonna leave I'm, that one there. <laughs> I'm gonna say finish Pokemon White because I'm extremely lazy when it comes to finishing games. Um, and also slowly getting back into comics, trying to be more like a hoppy over here, hop skillet, hop slice. Eric, Eric has a big, a big contribution to this though too. I mean, we have a, a huge long feud between Marvel and DC, and he's. Hey, I'm I'm pro Marvel. This I'm is, actually uh, very neutral on this. No, he's and not. He's making it. He's antagonizing me because of my my lo- my love for both sides. He wants me to pick a side, and I refuse. Why don't you pick a side? Because I like many characters from both sides of the comic book scheme. So I'm not going to pick a side. I like Superman, Batman, and I like Spider Man. What are you what are you Captain what are you America. playing right now on the Xbox three sixty? The amazing no. Spider Man. <laughs> but I also have I also have Batman Arkham City. But you're not playing. He does, I can I can confirm. I do have that and I played that a you're lot not, more. He like, he, he's playing, playing he is playing the Nightwing story, I'll give him In that. fact I'm gonna get the Harley Quinn downloadable downloadable content because oh, cool. I wanna be able to play oh. a Robin but, on the yeah. game. But as far uh, as superheroes go, um oh, so, oh go ahead. Dude. I just I'm I I mean I don't know I'm tr- like I said I'm trying to catch up on a ton of like these comics and one of the things that I, I've been reading is uh, Red Robin. This guy's story is just great. Uh, I, I wish Drake. I could remember. It, yeah, Tim Drake is playing Red Robin, yeah. which in the new Fifty Two uh, in the new Teen Titans, like he just picks up and he's he's Red Robin again. Uh, so he's not he's not picking up as uh, Robin because. Uh, Damian Drake is or uh, Damian Wayne is doing that. So, I mean, this this is just great. I mean, this whole storyline that they're doing is, is awesome. So, um, people need to pick up Red Robin immediately. It's just phenomenal. But go on. Oh yeah, go thank thank you, sir. We uh also uh, finished knocking out season two of Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes. Oh, oh so good, Lord Ray, Ray Hulk. I am Ray, I enjoyed I'm, that. I am so upset that they are rebooting this. But you know what? We should be at least be happy that we got this in the first place because you know we we didn't have to get this. At least at least they put it to a closure. There's a lot yeah. of other shows. We're not, uh, not going to you know do no spoiler alerts in this household. No, no uh, spoiler alerts. But you know we're not we're not going to end it off on like No Silver Surfer or uh, <laughs> what was the was Spider Man Unlimited? Oh, we're going to leave it off on a cliffhanger. No, they 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 brought it to a resolution and they they did. The, the series justice before they're gonna just can ax it. A- it and start off all brand <laughs> sorry <laughs> crappy that's okay at Nerco we're not we're, we're, I say we're, I say we're, we're, we're PG you know third, 13 group here no rated R but just only 13 you got triple X over here say you say you what Eric triple X over here alright triple X ow moving on to Ken we gotta hear what this guy's nerding now for hey what's going on everybody Ken Griffey on the mic right now. Uh, sitting next to Pickles. I got to share the mic with him. Got to be careful. If I get too close to him, I get a little dangerous. He just might. A couple of things I'm nerding out on. Uh, number one, there is a great downloader for Androids. Um, a downloader. It's a, uh, it's a torrent. Uh, downloaded a few albums on it, a few songs. I'm about to test out movies, see how long they take. Um, that's basically it. Is it where the night goes. Is it a torrent? 
or is it? Uh, it's just just called a downloader. Oh, okay, I used yeah. one. Uh, I used to use one called a torrent when uh, yeah. I touch and uh, that's what I I used on my uh, on my old Android. It worked good. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, I think I ended up buying the pro version though. I, I remember I was, downloading. I was really the, happy with it that I ended up buying the pro version for like two ninety nine or whatever. The first uh, movie I downloaded was The Strangers. Uh, I remember specifically because my wife hates that movie, uh, <laughs> and I showed it to her once, and she actually got mad at me because uh, she was so frightened. Good job. <laughs> Best reason to download any movie. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, so I am so stoked. Um, <laughs> I have to give a shout out to my boss Dave Butkey because this guy comes. Last name is Butkey. Don't sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so my boss comes in and he's been known to come in with a stack of DVDs and video games and oh, it's yeah. free reign for only the technicians in our store. Because he's got a huge uh crush on us. No uh, <laughs> maybe uh, I'm just kidding. Uh anyways, so he comes in, and I wasn't there the day he did a huge handout, so I got and got the leftovers. Well, this time I was there, first hand pick, got Evil Dead 1, mm-hmm. Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness. Yeah. I've got the trilogy now. Sam Raimi all the way. Sam Raimi making a huge uh, impact on my life. Love it. From Michigan. He's, he's, he's the best ever, but... Come on, for free you can't you can't deny that. I think I ended up picking uh, Batman and Robin Lego up. Just why not? Why not? Huge huge why DC not? fan. I'm like other Schumacher. people in the store. Actually, speaking of DC, uh, oh no, not Joel Schumacher because it's Lego version. It's not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. actually Lego version is way better than Joel Schumacher. Actually, I'm just curious as it is. <laughs> I, I can't disagree with you. I cannot. Sorry, Mr. Marvel. Continue on. Oh, I'm actually I'm actually curious as he might see that Superman versus the. Yeah. Speaking of I, DC, I haven't. I I did I did torrent it. Yeah, I did too. I haven't looked, I haven't um watched yet, but we should. Yeah. Watch, well, next podcast, next time we meet together, I'm sure we got plenty to talk about. All right, let's talk about the next time. But uh, but pickles, I do I do want to comment on uh on the shirt that you're wearing. Oh, uh, I just I just before before we even mention what it is, maybe maybe this will give it away. Ladies and gentlemen, I got a gozo and I need me. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, God. That's a little wrist communicator sound from uh, good old Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Wrist communicator. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, it's, what's, the, what's that you got, James? Me and my Casio WR53. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah. oh just a nerd. Just, all day. Just a heads up or nerd up, whatever you want to call it. Um, box set is coming out um, the, in the end of this year. Seasons 1 through 7 of, my, of uh, Power Rangers. Sick, mm-hmm. which is great since I wish I could only get seasons one, two, and three. The only ones that actually matter. Right? Actually, they do. They they actually but they actually got it broken out into two sets. Um, first set is one through three, and then uh, four through seven. So you so you, you got your you got your second birthday wish there. <laughs> I, I'll watch it up to Turbo. I think it was good up till Turbo. Wait, wait, so are you are you wait? Are you Turbo? But I'll watch it up till Turbo. Up to oh. Turbo. Yeah, okay, so we're not gonna we're not including Turbo. Come on. Yeah, Turbo was terrible. Like, if you just go, like, just go up to Zeo, in the Zeo, pretend Turbo never happened, and then go to space, and then you're done. Is Billy still on the show? Is he, like, 50 and still, like, fighting? Because 
He's still Billy the old Blue Ranger. Yeah, yeah. Please, let's not even. I heard a lot of. I heard a lot of bad stuff about him. People, people, people really gave him a hard time, and I don't want to. Well, he just stuck around. (laughs) He didn't leave. He got booed off the show, man. He literally got booed off the show. Yeah. Well. I guess it had, he had his run and people, was over. People gave him such a hard time on the set that he had to leave. I think it a had lot it. of hate, hate threats and things. So later on, he ended up coming back. So he came back. Yeah, we got a text message. What is this? Uh, <laughs> back to the, the topic that we were going to talk about uh, before we got distracted um, about with Power Rangers. Um, so game storylines. Talking about anything and everything that has to do with storylines. So uh, we touched on it briefly on the last podcast. How uh, like these multiplayer games just they don't seem to be, fo- to be focusing so much on the single player campaign, and they're churning out a lot of money and getting a lot of revenue uh, from those from those multiplayer titles. But uh, I miss those days just where you would. Just long for good story content in the game, and that's yeah. what kept you. Can we get an example? Uh, Old, older game. We're going to talk about maybe pre-PlayStation. Uh, uh, I got one. Uh, Chrono Trigger. Great storyline. Oh, mm-hmm. Lord. Yes. When I say great storyline, you know, future, present, past, didn't matter. It was such a heartfelt story. Everything about that game was the fighting engine, the story... The whole concept, everything that I'll agree with one thousand percent. That was yeah. that was just quality. especially like with the characters. Sometimes you forget you was playing a game because of just how you were so touched with the characters. Because one thing I did like about it was the story was good, but everybody's individual story was good, so it made you no, actually tie, everything tied yeah. in perfect. I mean, everything. Can, you, can yeah, you talk about one bad thing in the game? No. No, <laughs> you can't I even like, read you the graphics I, because I, I just, just it was so enjoyable. Yeah. Go ahead, Jimmy. I, I just want to say that uh, I agree with you with the conviction of seven Arabian princesses. So. Oh, buddy, <laughs> leave that in there. Oh man, I ain't touched that leather vacuum ever again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you, you can't have like you're saying with the characters. Though you can't have a good story without great characters. If you don't care about the characters, then you're not going to care about the game. You know what I mean? Then you, I mean, you just have basic Call of Duty. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have to have a char- in, in-depth character plot line as long as, like, a storyline as well. It's got, everything's got a, it, it's got a certain, like, symmetry with it. Uh, synergy, as if you will. We're talking certain types of games, right? Because, I mean, you look at a game like Burger Time. There's no character development. There's a... I mean, I guess the, the, the best games you can... Sorry, your, your mic disconnected there. Sorry, push it up. Oh, uh, there you go. Okay. There you go. Um, the best... The, the, the games that you're going to find with the best stories are going to be an RPG game. True. Mm-hmm. You're not... Power Rap of the Rapper is not going to be a great storyline. Well, I don't know. Those well, are not, unless I'm, you're I'm eight years adventure old. Titles. What was that? <laughs> unless you're eight years old. Oh. <laughs> great. But you know, I mean, EBAT is still joy for rapper, rapper. I feel. Well, I, uh, my my comments on this, um, I think it's just the evolution of games over time. Um, a storyline, like a great storyline, feeds for like one person. You know, you play the game, you're pretty much playing it for yourself. Um, the online uh, gaming has taken it so that you kind of always want to play with somebody else. So I think that kind of, I wouldn't say destroy, like, a, a good story, but it, it kind of takes away from it. Because nowadays, most people are getting games, and they want to call their buddies up. and They're, they're not even know. worrying about any 
storyline. They're not they're not playing Halo Reach for the the storyline. They're like, I'm buying Halo Reach because I want the online gaming. Yeah, that's it. I'm 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 jumping on. We're just we're just hey online game. Let's do. That's what we were actually talking about the other other podcast. How um, online gaming seems to have taken away from a linear style of play. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite storylines ever I played was uh, Prince of Persia the remake. I mean, I like the for, old for which system the PlayStation Game, Two one GameCube actually. Okay. I, uh, I, w- I I played the, the PSP. What was that? Re- Revelations or something? No, I think it was Warrior, with- no, Warrior no. Within. That's the second That's one. awesome. Well, uh, all right. Well, that, that game was great. How, how would you do an online gaming with that? I don't think you would. No, I'm, I didn't mean that as far as like online gaming. I said as far as storylines. Oh, online gaming. Storylines great. Online gaming. Online gaming have a race to see who can walk on the walls the fastest. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? You know, with Assassin's Creed 1. You know that that had such great potential for a good storyline, but then they with the missions and stuff, it's so repetitive, and you kind of lose interest. And like, yeah. I really want to look forward to playing Assassin's Creed Three coming out soon, but at the same time, like, I can't even make it to playing the second one because I got so yeah. disinterested with the repetitive same missions. Mm-hmm. You got to do the, yeah. the same mission thirteen yeah thirteen times in a row to that's. After like the fifth time, I was turned like, I off. can't. I, I was turned off by mm-hmm. it. I'm like, I the storyline is starting to develop, and I, I really want to get and see what's going to happen next. But <sighs> I really love uh, what they seem to be doing nowadays in games is uh, making it so cinematic and movie like. Uh, it just feeds into like the the full like uh, exposed media, like you know, like just everything being. Uh, I was like being fed media all the time, so it just it fits in perfectly with uh, the advertising and everything. Like um, like Max Payne and uh, Alan Wake, we I think we I think I mentioned both of those last time, but uh, Max Payne recently I've been playing through that, and yeah, I felt like it was awesome because it was like an interactive film that I was just taking part in, and I was just like, oh man, I can't put this game down. Like I don't know, I don't know, did you, I think you played it right? I played you know it a little bit. Yeah, I'll agree um, that. Adding cutscenes into a game adds to it. Now, too many cutscenes can overtake the movie or overtake the gameplay. Yeah. But uh, I think going back to Chrono Trigger and even Final Fantasy Tactics, when they kind of relaunched these games, um, because um, Chrono Trigger originally launched for SNES and then they launched out for PlayStation and then again for the DS. Was that a different one? Uh Chrono Cross? No, they launched that out for PlayStation, PlayStation. PlayStation. Yeah, but that was yeah. a sequel. But they, they, they it was a Final Fantasy bundle. Okay. Uh the Chronicles. Um, but they they launched it out and then later on they they, they add cutscenes to it. And you know it adds to the story and you know a little bit more emotion to it because you can get a little bit more uh, into it with with a cinematic feel, mm-hmm. and that's what they do with Final Fantasy Tactics, which is so great that they start adding these like these cutscenes to it. That you know maybe maybe they did that kind of short cutscene, but it was very you know that whole eight or sixteen bit little cutscene. But it's not as it's not as you know emotional or in depth that when you have that that cinematic feel to it and it's it's it, it adds to it and it gives it a, a certain feeling that's that's what's awesome you know that if they have to relaunch a game for that then then you add those small cutscenes in and redo that that's and cool. i i agree that you know that can add to a great storyline is redoing it in that manner yeah 
you, you know what I think is cool about like games like Chrono Trigger and the Final Fantasies and that where they where they edit the ones that have the cutscenes in it is so much of the game where it's all text and everything is like scaled down. It's almost like reading a book. I mean, like you have more in, like you have visuals, but so much of it you're building in your mind because they only give you so much. You know what I mean? And then when you get to the cutscenes, you kind of get, like, a greater understanding of what everything looks like. Yeah. But I think that makes the games really fun, because it's, it's like the sensation of reading a book where, you know, your mind's going nuts and it's filling in all the yeah. stuff that you can't see and one of the, losing that in games now. One of, one of the things that really kind of bugs me about uh, certain games, uh, I'm shouting out to um, Fire Emblem, is because the, the gaming in it is so awesome. It's a tactic game, and... You know, battling it is so much fun, but... It's got a weak story. It's not the weak story. The story could have been good, but it, it's just like reading a book. In between each battle, you're just constantly just reading. Text. There's It's just text, and it's two characters on there, and they're, like, going back and forth. And that's... No one... No one wants to sit there and read for 15 minutes. It's not minutes as progressive. In between. It's not as yeah. progressive as there's as no, there's no like, game. RPG factor. There's no, like, walking around and ta- interacting with... with it's you just know, the two characters, and, and no, there's no NP like NPC interaction. It's just talking, 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 talking. Sweet, finally you get to play again, and I get to battle. Like <laughs> you're looking, it's it's like oh my god, I I wish I I, I I'm gonna blow through the story. I don't care because there's no relevance to the battle other than beating the battle. You know well, that that so you can't overdo it. Well, I understand because I wouldn't want to sit there and read through so much text. Don't get me wrong; I don't mind reading in a video game, but I don't want to do it to the point where okay, I'm straining my eyes now to just keep up with the story, or I'm getting to the point where I'm just you're bored. Phas- you want to move? Yeah, I'm just phasing through it. I'm just phasing through it. I'm I'm hitting the triggers just to get through the text as mm-hmm. fast as possible. So a cinematic uh, a cinematic uh, scene here and there. I don't mind that. I think that's actually kind of cool. As long as it's not so much so that it feels like it's like 100% of the game out of 100% of the game, I'm, I'm looking at like 60 to 70% of uh, screen shots and cinematic. Basically, feel like you just pay $60 just to watch a movie or read, uh, pay $60 to either watch a movie or read a book. Nah, I can't do that. So, <laughs> so we're in agreement that in order for a good game for a storyline, we need... A mixture. A mixture of cutscenes and some reading, one, maybe. One, one third of the cinematic, more gameplay than anything. Yeah, the gameplay needs to uh, out, you know, outnumber. Obviously outnumber. And there's, yeah. a, there's a number of games out there that the cinematic over is more overbearing than the game. Yeah. Uh, one of the things, too, especially... I got so obsessed with Alan Wake, I think I played it, like, three times through. But uh, it was really... <laughs> I find Is, aren't they doing a second one? Uh, there's an uh, there's American Nightmare. Yeah, it's like a side okay side, cool. uh, um, game, but novel or something. Yeah. Like hey, you never know. Hey. I mean, that's one of those hey, games Remedy. that can surprise Remedy, you. Remedy, you know, if you want, if you're listening, please just do it. Just, just make it. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> uh, but no, they did a pretty pretty good job of transitioning, like with what was in the scene to right like right into the game. So mm-hmm. it was like. You would see a scene, and then you would be, you know, at the end result of that scene. So it would be why your emotions are still hopped up from watching that whole scene. Like, oh, this guy's ch- chasing me. Oh, he's actually really chasing me yeah. now. Oh my god, the transition's really good. You know, I mean that that game. And um, unfortunately, I haven't played it yet. But seriously, the concept is so new and so 
awesome. Yeah. I mean, you're 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 taking things from like. Um, Did you watch Twin Peaks? I have watched Twin Peaks, which is probably one of the greatest TV series ever. And you, you did you watch the trailers that they came out? That, I did. I watched the trailers, okay. and you know, I think um, there's a mixture of the movie In the Mouth of Madness with uh, Sam Neill that has a lot to influence that with Twin Peaks, and um, then like Stephen King even too. You know that yeah. Yeah, with Stephen King and all that. It's like all his. It's 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 so great. I mean, what other game does that? I mean, I can't think of too many. That I can't, can and that. that's that. I think that was the huge success of that game was the fact that they, you know, they launch out something different. No, Resident Evil, the first one that came out on PlayStation, it wasn't that bad either. I mean, very thrilling. Yeah, it kind of immersed you. That's what I really like in a good game with a storyline, immersiveness. The to get you in, the, get you to the point where you don't feel like the outside world even matters at that point. I mean, I know that sounds kind of crazy as far as like me. No, yeah, uh, you gotta forget it. You gotta forget yeah, that you're human. You gotta put yourself in that. Game. Yeah, you want to actually be the character that you're playing, and you want to go through those reactions. You want to walk through a mansion or a city. You want a little sense of realism. In exactly. This. Like yeah. you, you are that person. Mm-hmm. Like I have taken over. Like in a lot of the like a simulation almost. Like I, I guess you could say it. I mean, adventure, adventure platformers like you know, like Sonic or something like that. You're just looking for action. Yeah, well, you can't do point. much story with that. Exactly, you're just running from point to point. But if you have like a good actual game where you can actually get in, get, have a feel of connection. I mean, a connective <clears throat> feel with these characters, and you can actually understand who they are. You can grow with them a little bit, and as you're going from point to point or whatever, you just don't feel like you feel like these are the people that you're growing with, and you're going to see the reactions and the end results. Yeah, that's kind of. I'm glad you kind of said that because um, for years I've never ever ever played <clears throat> uh, Super Mario World Two Yoshi's uh, Island. I heard all these great things about it, and I mean it, the game is, is the game is decent. Like the intro story, the intro movie take take it takes a long time to get through. But then when you get there, then when I understand, you know, Yoshi's main goal is to get Baby Mario, all these baby, all these kids from point A to point B, but so much repetitiveness I'm like okay do this I gotta shoot the egg here to do that and I know eventually I gotta get to Bowser Koopa wherever it is I gotta deal with you know you get there by the time you get there instead of a sigh of I mean instead of a sense of accomplishment you just a sigh of relief like thank god this is over with <laughs> because of chore that's what that's because what, of chore yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah, the yeah. one thing I hate when you play a game like that and it almost feels like okay like, at first, you're like, okay, I can't wait to play this game. And after a while, like, ah, oh, I got to play this game because you haven't finished it yet. So you feel like you ha- you feel like since you spent the money on it, I might as well finish it. Yeah. And that becomes a job. And you don't want to play playing a game mm-hmm. as a job and you're not getting paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> great, great thing about the first Resident Evil, it was actually shot. Like a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. If you remember Beautiful. playing, they didn't show you everything. They they showed you bits and cuts, like the chase scenes with the dogs. Mm-hmm. They'll show you running. You cut the corner. You don't see the dogs. No, that's and then so they'll just come from out of nowhere. Anything, yeah. Yeah. You don't see anything. It leaves you a huge yeah. sense of like surprise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and part two actually expanded on that too. Yeah. And then another thing too, they made the controls very difficult. 
which was a pain in the ass when you first started oh, playing. It, yeah, it played into the game. Yeah. Because you got to fully <laughs> rotate to run straight. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you almost, the zombies almost get you before like, you can Dead shoot them. Dead Space does the same thing. It's a lot of like that. You can't see around the corner type stuff. But it's, it's got great controlling, though. It's it's good controlling. And it's different, though, because the guy's off at the side. You know, it's it's a, it's it's definitely a different sense of controlling, but it's it, it really adds, it adds <laughs> to the feeling of the game. Mm-hmm. That's how I was with Cole Veronica, and I apologize to all the Resident Evil fans out there because I didn't start playing Resident Evil to Cole Veronica, so I apologize. Okay. Yeah, no. Hey, you gotta start somewhere. Yeah, can't hate. No. So yeah, I think that no, was no. We just discriminate because it was annoying. Cause I, you know, we play as um, against non nerds. I believe what's her name? Uh, that's Claire. Like, yeah, Claire. We play as her. You know, I'm turning around trying to get away from this zombie and, and get annoyed. Yeah, the first it was getting annoying and frustrating, but then you get the but then Resident Evil you learn to get real good with the knife, and then yeah. you get to the point where okay fine you get past this part you get over the controls, and then like you say you, you get to a part where you start to get you know into the story because now you want to know what's their connection with the such such character why is this person appearing this person looks sweet why is he like that so it they do it by not they never tell you they don't ever tell you too much. In those game, in the Resident Evil game, especially Code Veronica, now that we're talking about mini cliffhangers. Yeah, it's always like the whole reason you're playing is because like, well, I gotta know what's going on because there's there's stuff and I don't know what it is. And I uh, like, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, a great game that just came out too, and it's actually like that is really, really, really story story driven. Is uh, Catherine? Oh uh, yeah. It was like a. It was was a puzzle game. It's a puzzle. Is a no, no. Actually, it's a game that you can buy. It's actually it's an anime based game, but it's more like it's like a it's it's a weird it's a weird mishmash. It's a puzzle horror slash romance. Because I know it's like it's similar to the other game. I know the farthest puzzle aspect is similar to the game on Intelligent Cube. Yeah, but it's like it's really weird. It's it's a puzzle game, but it's more cinema based than puzzle and it's like as you play through this game you start off with cinemas you start off with a story and eventually you have to do play the game but the thing is you want to actually watch the cinema more than you want to actually play, play the game, game. And, the, and you find yourself just trying to run through the run through the puzzle which is not easy at all <laughs> just so you can get to see more of the actual storyline that's a game that I actually liked really actually another game is similar to that as well as far as like real difficult uh, puzzles but has a very very great storyline is uh, Professor Layton for the DS mm-hmm. if you haven't checked if you haven't I checked it out yeah, I played a demo, I think. Yeah, if you haven't checked it out, yeah, you you really want to check that out because that's good. Story. I'm not going to check it out. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, say, but you know, at least, never tonight. Sorry, puzzles don't. I mean, yeah, I love a good puzzle, but at the same time, I'm, I don't want my game base around like solving tic tac toe shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, true. I mean, then again, but that comes in, you know, to each his own type of deal. So, but well, as far as Captain, well, I, I I guess you know that coming from you, Mister Pokemon, that yeah, oh, low blow. Yeah. I'm sorry. I guess I just have more of a passion with a, a real card game such as what's the, what do they call it? MTG, Yu-Gi-Oh. MTG. Oh, what's that stand for? Oh, Magic the Gathering. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Something a little bit more old school, a little bit more. Uh, well, I mean, well, that's, uh, a, that's only because everything came from that game. So, oh, so 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 you're saying yours is just a cheap hey, ripoff? What's the storyline behind it? <laughs> <Magic. laughs> hey, they have a lot of graphic novels explaining the storylines <laughs> behind it. What does Pokemon have? Little anime TV I series. Listen, we're gonna draw a line in the table right here. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you, you can't can't cross it. Oh. Don't cross those keys, pickles. Those keys like they may hurt. 
Yeah. I'm not going to cross. Anyways, uh, um, can I we think throw it's out to kill you. a very um, older game that has a great storyline? What's that? Link to the Past. Yeah, uh, yeah that was starting a huge series of great storylines. Uh, yeah, that may or may not be Super linear Nintendo. or connected. <laughs> yeah, Link to the Past was on the SNES. Came out like in you know, two, I think. I don't know so much that. Uh, I remember anything from that game as far as what the story was about. Uh, to be yeah. honest with you, like one thing I vividly remember is um, in the castles, on the cliffs. I say just waiting, sneaking up on enemies, just punching them off, punch them off the cliffs so they just fall down and disappear. Yeah. Can we can we go through and maybe talk about what games had such a impacting storyline that got us that emotional? I'm not saying Link to the Past was emotional. Yeah. I want us to go around and talk about what games made it so emotional that we wanted to tear. Mm-hmm. Uh, or even did tear. Like, I, was, uh, I did. I'm not, I'm not afraid. I want to throw it out there that I bawled <laughs> my eyes yeah. out. I, I, bawled strong, my, strong. I bawled my eyes out when I played um, Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. and Sephiroth comes up with his, like, ultimate attack. When he kills it. When he kills Aerith. Good lord. Yeah, I, I cried. Spoiler alert. Not, it's not a spoiler alert if spoiler it's like 20 years later, right? It's not a spoiler alert if everyone in the world has played it who's worth playing. <laughs> I was like 10 or 12 years old, yeah. It, it, yeah. it was the first game. I I didn't know video games could do that. I, I didn't know. I didn't know they yeah. <laughs> I want to say that like also in Chrono Trigger, it was, it, it, there was points in it that I got emotional in. But. Uh, for me, I don't think I, could, I got emotional until... Uh, the next generation of gaming, like this current generation, because I did, I just for whatever reason, like emotionally, I couldn't connect to the characters until I saw like ones that looked more realistic. Like I think that was demoed really well uh, when what Heavy Rain came out for the PS3. They were mm-hmm. saying like, "Awesome game." We're actually gonna draw on people's emotions when you see this chick cry. Like you're gonna want to cry. But have you, like, have you ever played Indigo Prophecy? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I have that for Xbox. Um, uh, but yet, I was just saying. I think uh, in <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember which part in uh, Alan Wake, but it was Alan Wake that I had actually teared up. And uh, yeah, I love that game. It's awesome. I'm trying to think of the sad moment in Alan Wake. Well, I don't have a. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I'm just thinking, not talking. Like, man, I'm like, I think I'm with you on the same point. Like, I don't really have like any sad emotion. I mean, sad like crazy emotional levels. But they, the, I mean, the game that did always had me intrigued, or the series that always had me intrigued, as far as like always want to know, find out next. Uh, well, actually, uh, Street Fighter series, because I mean, when Street Fighter Two came out, you had generic. I mean, the good, the game was great as far as gameplay wise, but of course, you know, every character had their own, you know, story, yada yada yada. But then all of a sudden, they came out with Street Fighter Three, and it, it kind of best kinda, Street Fighter ever, Third Strike. But with this series, they kind of let you know what happened to these actual characters, some of these guys, you know, after two. Mm-hmm. So you kind of got a little connection with them. But then there were guys that didn't, that were in two, didn't make it to three. So you wonder, like, what's going on with these guys? So then they actually, um, what actually really made me get into Street Fighter was the Alpha series. Well, basically, what happened, everyone basically talk, explain what happened before Street Fighter 2. And what I liked about it was because every character you picked had a different, like, setup um had basically uh, had their own like separate path, so you had like every um, boss in that game, like in the series, well Alpha One and Two, 
every uh, character had like their own final boss. Like everybody didn't just didn't fight the main generic bad guy character mm-hmm. and whatnot. So I think that's the type of series with me that got that had me do the retreat. And you want to play every character? Yeah. Mr. Ryan. Um, so I think what would be awesome, and I haven't played the new Mortal Kombat um, oh, for the 360. Yeah, so, great. so I have. Yeah. So, so yeah, we should play Story. that after this. This is a game that started out as a fighter. Yeah. Yep. Now you come out with this game that in between all these fights that it, it adds it's, to everyone's character. It's the perfect they explain, setup. They explain everything that goes on. Yeah. So you are so caught up to everything. You it's understand why everyone is the way they are and everything around it, right? Yeah. It's for, uh, one through three, right? Is what yeah, it, is? it explains the story. It explains How beautiful is that? It explains everything from one through three, why the characters were the way they were, why, yeah. why characters actually look the way they look too. Can I Go say that Great. Why isn't that for Street Fighter yet? Because um, they haven't found a well, they haven't found the right producer. Couldn't so. that be an amazing thing? Because oh, I have watched oh, a couple yeah. different yeah. Street Fighter movies, and I'm I'm intrigued enough to like let's get in depth with it a little bit more. Let's let's watch everyone's storyline. There's and also another problem with that though, because a lot of Street Fighter is like kind of disjointed, and I'm a big Street Fighter. So is, so is Mortal Kombat to a certain extent. Like, let's add in and take away characters, and so let's do that. Let's, let's, I mean, you don't have to get super in-depth with it. Alpha is separated from everything else, but like, but let's do some type of connection. Well, they got a good comic book series running right now from Udon. Um, they're doing Shout Street out Fire. to Udon. I, yeah, if they actually wanted to, like, put together an actual game based around that storyline, it would work out pretty good. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to say I think what made the story also great in Mortal Kombat is you were saying with Street Fighter how you play different stories for every person. See, with Mortal Kombat, you don't choose a character in the beginning. You you play as one battle, and then the story progresses, and then you play as that next character. And I think that's great because I think if it's just one story, they can really work on it, you know what I mean? Whereas if it was individual characters going every you know different directions, then each story is going to be smaller, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, so, I was I was really scared. I was like, I I don't want to play as Johnny Cage this whole yeah. It's so game. it's yeah. so yeah, it's so sweet. You, you like you get a taste of everybody, and then you learn everybody's. The, it, that's how fighting games should be. You know what? I <laughs> I did like that too. Yeah. Because like like Sonya Blade, I always couldn't stand her. <laughs> you know, once I started playing a game, it was a few characters that I would have never chose. But you're forced. If I wasn't forced to yeah. use them, she was awesome. Yeah. yeah, I found out some. She had some really cool moves. Yeah, she's oh, got some real it. nice moves. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. people down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fun fact. Yeah, you would have never. You would have never tried her. Yeah, right? I would have never picked those characters out. Yeah, same know. same here. There was a couple yeah. of characters I don't think I really would have played with, but once you, and then you're forced to use them. So not only do you have to play yeah. them, but you have to get good at them. Yep. So like that's that's just a great idea. Fun fact, um, it was funny too. It's funny you mentioned Sonya Blade because actually she wasn't originally supposed to be in uh, First Mortal Kombat. They, they just needed a girl, right? Well, they needed a girl because originally, um, the, for those who's familiar with the third one, um, Striker, mm-hmm. the, the the cop dude, mm-hmm. he was originally supposed to be in the first one. Hmm. That, that was really supposed to be partners. No, her, no, her and Jacks. <clears> her Jacks partners, yeah. but but actually. Um, he was supposed to be in the first one, but like you said, they needed a female character, so they decided they just kind of retooled it, retooled it, and turned to a woman, and just came up with Sonya Blade. Really? Fun fact. That. I'm going to throw out another fun fact there. Um, the origin of Sub Zero's name, uh, it's, it was a whole programming thing that mm-hmm. when. I heard about this. Yeah, so, so when they were programming the game, they were basically. 
they had so many characters, say, like, uh, they had ten characters, I think. Mm-hmm. And it, when in programming, you, you basically organize your characters in a list, and in the list, you, you start with, you know, sub one, sub two, sub three. Well, he was in the zero spot, which is the first spot. So they were like, we don't know what to do. Oh, we'll just call him since he's in position sub zero. Hmm. We're calling him sub zero. Awesome. Which is perfect. How great is that? Like, <laughs> yeah. Super, super nerd. It, seem, it seems there. to work out. It seemed to work out. <laughs> you know, how great. I'm, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, that is cool. Let's let's take it back. Like, <laughs> Right. Oh, sorry, Jimmy just, uh, he did something to himself over there. He was trying to give himself a stranger and oversat on his hand. I, I, I hurt myself. I hate when that happens. Man. Try to give himself a stranger in 2D. Oh, what? What uh, so, I was, forgot, we just started, uh, I turned on Jet Force Gemini, and kind of got to play it a little bit, but I don't know if, has anybody else played that game before? No, I just can't play it. For everybody who doesn't know, um, I had a 64 back in the day. I got it three years after it came out. It was a hand-me-down. Never really played it. I can honestly say I've never really owned a Nintendo system in my life. How dare you? So, yes. I love Nintendo, though, as well. How but much can you? I've remember? missed out on four generations of Nintendo. So you missed, out a lot, missed out on a lot of games. Yeah. yeah. You missed but, uh, out on your childhood. That's that's what happens. I still had Genesis. <laughs> I had Genesis and Thoughts and Genesis. Systems. Yeah. I miss out on a lot of gaming. Yeah. SNES. I mean, you can get emulators now, though. And it's oh, that stuff, that's so. yeah. what, you, what am I doing right now? Right. Catching up. Take um, back while, while we're on a podcast, I'm playing some Final Fantasy III. Yes, take well, it's like a, that's like Sorry, a, I'm super preoccupied. It's like right an achievement now. right there. I said gaming while podcasting, 10 points right here up top. All right. I can't do that right now. I'm sorry, you were going for a high five? Oh, what, uh, oh, what was that? Oh, oh, cool. Uh, but if you haven't played it, uh, one of my favorite games of all time, and it's, it's made by Rare now. Jet Force you know. Gemini you're talking about, right? Yeah. What's this, uh, what's guess this deal? Software company, but... Uh, so you're, you're this brother and sister, you know, Space Marine. Don't. No. Go on. I Don't, won't do it. Yeah. All right. I, I actually sing in that microphone. Yeah, I was so. He puts his mouth. Yeah. If you're gonna, you know, get poop on it. You can get pink <laughs> eye that way. Yeah. Well, you can't get pink eye through your mouth. Well, if it's on his face and it gets up to yeah. his eyeball because you know, he's getting I into it. I don't want to talk about this on the podcast right now. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, and your and your dog. And your dog. Don't talk about my dog. Wait. No, you're talking about Jet Force Gemini. Back to Jet Force. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's a uh, brother and sister and the dog. My dog he is He just amazing. traveled to different different planets and just defending the universe uh, from these, like, giant bugs, which I feel like ties into Ender's Game, uh, you know, my favorite series. Yeah, uh, called you the, love that. The Buggers, which was the alien race. Can I throw out that Battlestar Galactic? Battlestar Galactica, the reboot, is just by far an amazing series altogether. You can throw that out Minus there. the last episode. That's but Cooper. everything is amazing. Uh, oh, Lord. Love that. Love, <laughs> love, love that show. I It made me start wa- getting into so many more spacey nerd shows. And uh, I've watched Firefly. Oh, Lord. That's such an emotional show. Mm-hmm. And Joss Wheaton. 
you know, he's uh, uh, he's he's not disappointed me in anything that he's done, except for the fact that when they had to launch out uh, Serenity, the movie, Did that was such a Serenity? huge no. Wow, really? Watch. Uh, have you seen Firefly? Oh, oh yeah. So then, so what would you say? I like them both. You, you, I really do. Yeah, I thought Serenity was cool because they showed the re. The you know, the they they, they 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 show some type of resolution, but it was because the show was canceled and it was later on. Canceled, yeah. They don't show enough. They they don't they show they do they just try and re- resolve everything right away in one hour and a half episode. No, I know. or you know, and the show the, the show itself is is. 45 minutes, 50 minutes long. So how are you going to do... It's This thing needs to be, like, four movies long. No, and, I, I agree. And then they kill off certain characters that are amazing. It's... No. There's just... It was too soon. It, you I, know, let's... Let's let's get this show back on the air. This is... Don't... Ow. Ow. It's, ow. it's too late. Nah. Just shoot Stay right away on. from her, you bitch. Stop <laughs> <laughs> uh, playing with the... Uh, my alien... Uh, power loader. That's what she I, said. The, the coolest episode <laughs> of Firefly was like the second to last episode. The with the, with the assassin the, that, get, that gets on the plane. Oh, okay. Plane, you know what was yeah. actually a great one was the uh, they're at the um, whorehouse mm-hmm. and they're fighting off the, the basically the the townspeople, the mayor, the self yeah, yeah. mayor, Is and then it's all the it's all like the prostitutes James, fighting it, against them. Not, not that like it's it's the Firefly people. Fire. That's not the episode where they find out that James. It's Jamestown where like James James was like a hero or something. Is no. It? Okay. Can't remember that one for some reason. Yeah, I don't know, but that was I. I just thought that was a really emotional story because you know mm-hmm. lives are on the line. People are like getting shot left and right, and you know it's 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 um you know Malcolm's character uh, definitely the doctor. No, Malcolm's the Malcolm Reynolds. He's the oh the cap- captain. He's the captain. Captain, I know him as captain. Yeah, um, you know his, uh, you know he's, he sh- starts showing you know a lot of compassion. Yeah, and then just the whole story with the preacher or not the preacher. The, the uh, I guess I mean, in the, the comics, the in the comics they do a lot of backstory on the preacher, which is he's awesome. He's got like a bad. He's he's like a name. yeah he's like a general. And that's why in one of the episodes, like, when he goes to the medical facility, they say, like, no, 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 he's cool. Yeah, okay. Like, don't worry. I like, knew that he's like, like, he's, like, undercover, like, the whole time or something. I don't know. Like, I got to I gotta catch up on this stuff. Like, Dude, but that, him and then the story of, uh, the doctor that's, like, saving his sister, yeah. which is, like, kind of, like, the main story. She's great. She's, yeah, she's, she's yeah, she's awesome. That, yeah, that that's very touching. Like you know, that's a that's a very emotional show. Storyline, great, relatable to the characters. Seeing yeah. that we're on like like we're kind of drifted off of gaming storylines. Let's talk about our like our favorite storylines. Period. As far as like any genre goes, like movie, like our absolute favorite for like. I mean, trumping trumping everything. Like if you get if your favorite storyline is a movie, I mean, I don't know mine. I don't know mine. I don't want. I want to go last. I'm going to start off, uh, I talk about it all the time, Orson Scott cards got me hooked with, you know, with Ender, Wigan, uh, oh, just all Lord, over. I know what, I know what I'm going to say, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 you know, obviously it's going to relate back to comics, but, um, yeah, it's good Lord, um, was it Identity Crisis, uh, that, that graphic novel just friggin' blew me out of the water. It's the whole premise is basically uh, the the Elastic Man. 
uh, yeah, elastic man. Elongated. His, no, is it elongated? Elongated, elongated man. Elongated man. His his wife dies, Sue and Dibney. yeah, Sue Dibney. Thank you. Uh, she dies, so it's a huge thing. Like who kills her, and ends up you know no sorry for a spoiler alert but it's so it's so emotional <laughs> came out five years ago you should no it's more than, probably more than five years ago but yeah so it's ray palmer's wife this is crazy the adam's wife kills her because she wants to reconnect with her husband but in the midst of all this there this is when um tim drake's dad dies yeah, and the lead up to that i'm getting emotional just thinking about it it's so sad because he knows it's happening he's on the phone with tim drake and then he's got no power him and batman are rushing to get back to the house and captain boomerang boom right to the heart and the, then he and then he basically dies in his arms and batman is just like speechless but the crazy <laughs> but the crazy part about that is the the storyline i mean that part but the part that really gets you is that when is we actually see the we actually see uh, Tim Drake holding his dad, and you can barely like you you relate so eyeball. much you you, you relate see? so much with Tim Drake and Batman, and Batman's just like, but the power, dude, but the, I but I know what you're talking about, and then the, that, that that drawing was just that drawing at the end was just so powerful. Him holding his dad, and all you see is just that one eye with a teardrop. That yeah, that was just just crazy. That is probably the most emotional comic I've ever written. Like, that whole storyline is... Seriously. Uh, Mines would be... Um, actually... Mines will actually, once again, go back to uh, Chrono Trigger. Me, personally, as far as my gaming career, most of my gaming career evolved around, like, Mario, Sonic, football, Street Fighter, those stuff here and there. But for the good stories that I do remember playing, that I remember playing is good, Chrono Trigger was, like, the, the, the end all for me. Because, and what I liked about it, too, one main thing I really liked about Chrono Trigger, I think I actually cared... The story had me caring more about all the characters, really, except the main character. Because usually, but that's how most of the stories go. Usually, it's the main character you have to be focused on. But I liked it because you were so focused on all the other characters. Like, what's Mag? What's the deal with Magnus? What's uh, what's going on with uh, the one chick? One chick's mother. What's her name? Ah. Or, you know, frog, no, but, oh, the Frog Prince. The Frog Prince, you he know was, him. Oh, he was so cool. Yeah, him getting back, you know, getting back to what he's supposed to be. Old girl's mother in the machine. The girl from the past. Yeah, yeah. the girl from the past, her mom, you know, in the machine. I, 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 I think, no, 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 no. I think it started with L. Lu- Lucia. Uh, no, it's, it's like Lyra. Lyra. Yeah. L- L-Y-R-A. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'll tell you. And um, yeah, just her and all these, just all the different characters. Even the robot, you even start caring oh, more. The robot, yeah. Especially the scene oh, where the robot went. So sad. Like, all his robot buddies pretty much just diss him and kick him know, to the curb. What, what, what makes it so emotional is the fact that because you're going through time, stuff yeah. has already happened, and going back and forth, there's stuff that you can't control. That's just like you know any time traveling movie. There's things that you can't do to control because that's just the set the path of the, the, the then, that you're led to. Yeah. And then as far as like comic, well, as far as comic wise, the most powerful, like really, really powerful thing that one of the most powerful things I read was when the world found out that uh, Peter Parker was Spider Man and the Kingpin sent a hit out on him 
And <laughs> I say, can't sit the hit out on him. Hit on, hit out on him, but they actually, the bullet actually struck on May. And it was, it was crazy because Peter Parker, he took himself to jail. Mind you, a place where he put all, a place where he, a place full of bad people that he personally sent there. So, you know, and he, with Kingpin, showdown with Kingpin. This man, Peter Parker, went from like jolly go lucky or jolly, you know, to everyone's favorite nerd to the most pissed off man in America. Like he, he confronts Kingpin in front of in front of in a place where he's responsible for all these people in. He puts a he basically makes an example out of Kingpin. He gets so angry and so enraged. He beats Kingpin so bad that he literally beats the shirt off of him. And he looks at everybody else. He says. He looks at everybody else's prison like, you know who I am, you know who you know who my family is. Anybody go if any one of you wanted to do something to my family, let this be an example. An example of Kingpin laying there in his own laying his own blood, you know, and a uh, torn shirt. I was just like, Wow. So dramatic. Yeah, it's yeah. like a Thanks for painting like that picture for us, people. Or something. <laughs> right. But I mean, obviously he's good. Um Anybody else read it, read any of the Ender series? I know I, I read the first three chapters, and I plan to finish. Oh it. It yeah, you read it over here before. It was great, and then I ripped your book and I had to buy my own. Oh yeah, so I'm gonna read it one day. You gotta get on it. I can't. Well, I can't spoil too much, but uh, let's just say. I mean, you could you could talk about it. Yeah, well, like part that got me was like um, the whole, the whole premise of the book is like there. Earth is trying to defend from this attack from the buggers. Uh, it's like a second invasion that they're they're um, worried about. Um, it's kind of like World War One, World War Two, but it's the whole world versus these alien this alien race. And uh, basically, we got our butts kicked last time, and so we're like we're not gonna not gonna take it again this time. And uh, we're not gonna take it. <laughs> no, oh. we're not gonna take it. <laughs> Didn't know where you're going with that. And then, uh, so yeah, it's, it, they hire this like child army to control like a video game, or at least what they think they're doing is playing a video game. But they're actually controlling ships in outer space, and they don't realize the gravity of the decisions that they're making. You know, there's there's these ships blowing up on their screen, and they just think it's you know. They just think they're getting points. Yeah, but or, yeah, they're just p- doing poorly on an exercise, but their you know their lives are at stake. And uh, you're looking at the perspective of fighting the aliens, and you're thinking that these are the bad guys, but nobody ever thinks about the bad guys' perspective. And Ender gets that side of it, and he sees it from you know their perspective, and almost you know feels bad for them. It's like sympathizes or empathizes with them. Like I'm killing this this race that uh, they're just trying to do the same thing that, that we're trying to do is just stay alive. So. It's really cool, and just opens your mind to, uh, I don't know, just a really weird perspective to have to think about, you know, this alien race that's trying to kill you. That's so. what it's all about, you know, yeah. opening your mind so you think about things that you wouldn't have yeah. before. That's oh, I thought it was worrying about the alien race, but... <laughs> <laughs> that That's how uh, Final Fantasy VII, like, it was for me, like, that that, that game, I, that was def- that's definitely, like the best story of it, I'll always say, because, like, I don't know if it was just because, like, I was pretty young when I played it, like, maybe, like, 10 or 12 or something, so, like, I don't know, like, I just started to realize, like, it, it's pretty much, like, kind of, like, a parallel to our society as far as, like, Midgar goes, 
and like the way that they like you know the top bosses they suck all this the mako which is basically like oil or you know whatever you want to look at it the lifeblood of the planet that everything runs on but it's like killing the planet and polluting everything and just destroying it just that whole like you know that path of you know just trying to be rich and just trying to take everything and then you learn about like the ancient race of like people that like lived a different way and stuff and i don't know it's just very uh very eye-opening when i was little it's great I guess for me, like uh, one of my favorite storylines, I think I can't because for some reason I've been trying to run through this, run through in my head, like some of my favorite storylines, and I'm like, what would be my top? And I can't seem to recall it right now, so I'll just go with like one of the most recent ones I like. Well, I wouldn't say recent. Don't say Marvel. Oh, it's going there. But no, actually, it's a uh, Cowboy Bebop. I like, I liked every. It's like it's a simple twenty-six episode anime series. Short. I mean, it's it's like one season long. Ends pretty. It doesn't end exactly the way I want it, but it still ends pretty good. Um, I just like the ambiance. It got me really. Is that a spoiler alert for me? Because I have one episode to go. Oh no! Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. No, no, I didn't say anything. You'll see how it goes. It's not <laughs> how it goes. Thanks. You'll see uh, how it goes. But um, shout out to Spike Spiegel. Yeah, actually one of my favorite characters ever. Yeah, um, actually one of my favorite characters, Faye Valentine. What up? Uh, if you're out there, call me. I don't know who that is. Uh, you had oh, to watch watch it. You'll, you'll like it. Google it. Yeah. I actually found myself like not liking her and like till toward the end, but she was alright. Isn't she like really it's crazy? Emotional, and, like, like, yeah, but storyline, it's so sad. It's very it's, it's very it's very emotional. It's, it's kinda really weird. But yeah, that's like one of my favorites. Like as far as I, I mean, as far as I can think of, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I I've rewatched the series a couple times, and and that's like one of the few series I've actually rewatched simply because I liked it so much. Um, but there's a couple other ones, but that's that's the one that comes to mind right right now because I I mean I'm a big jazz head too. So yeah, how about that soundtrack? Yes, uh, Yoko Yoko Kano. Uh, Kano. Yes. Yeah, Yes. Re- real time blues. Oh, I love it. Oh no, I love um, I love almost everything about it. So uh, yeah, I mean that's one of my favorites. It was really very. It got you emotionally invested in some of the characters. You like the how cool they were and how they were horribly flawed and they didn't care. I mean that's that's the char- That's the type of characters I I, I can I can actually get into the storylines I can actually get into. Talking about this, just uh, not that I deserve a second one, but man, I totally forgot about Lost for a second. Uh, All of Lost or just, just the first everything? Season? No, first Come five on. seasons. The last season was a Let's little bit. Honest, it was an emotional you roller coaster. You know, you just you can't end the season in the way that it did. I mean, you, you whatever the hell it was called, I don't care. <laughs> That's how upset I am over it. No, you can't they set that. everything up all the way till the fifth season. All right, mm. the fifth season ends. And then you have a pretty good premise of what's going to go on in the sixth season. It's cut short. They only have 16 episodes out of the whatever, the normal 20-something. As someone who's never watched Lost, should I invest my time in this series? Oh, yeah. Should yeah. I watch, should I invest All my right. time after five? No. All right, look. Listen, this is coming from a guy who was disappointed in the series. I don't think any watch true, it. I don't think any true fan was not disappointed 
But yeah. you know what I mean? That no, I think any right. true fan, they were disappointed in exactly. the end. Just yeah. like, you have just to like, watch all right, all. you have to take. That's it just all like, in. The, okay, like, they like throwing out Battlestar Galactica. That show made me emotional too. Like, I don't know what it is that at this point in my life, certain things are making me emotional, <laughs> but maybe it's just the way I can relate to characters. Right. A lot of who knows what, but, um, you know, being so let down with the last episode of Battlestar Galactica, I wouldn't tell you not to watch it. I want you to be so... I want you to be in the same position I am. So I want you to feel watch it and feel feel the pain that I felt, but having a certain appreciation for what I watched. So I want you to watch Lost. <laughs> Get your time invested in it. There's no part in the series that isn't good. Speaking of time invested, um, I'd just like to point out that I know we've only uh, done two podcasts, but uh, I've been with Nerco now for a whole year. Oh, is that a birthday shout out? Birthday shout out. What up, Pickles? As they, as they say in a uh, regular show. Oh! oh! Regular show has a great storyline, too. Uh, it's regular. I just want to add that with, uh, I think I really got heavy into Netflix. Uh, also, like, you know what? I'm glad that you're, you've started getting heavy into that. You know? It's, yeah, like The Matrix. Yeah, have you like The Matrix, man? Yeah. Uh, but I got I got really heavy Another into it uh, to the point where I didn't real there wasn't enough hours in the day to watch Lost. Like I was sad when I had to like turn the TV off because mm-hmm. I was like, dude, like yeah, I just blew through three you know three episodes or forty five minutes of an episode. And Janelle and I were looking at the time like, uh, do we just yeah we just watched four episodes in a row <laughs> we wasted our whole day. So it's that it's that good. And you, you can't be awesome. Yeah, you can't be mad at the ending. That's just you got to take the good with the bad. Like I said with Eric, you know no, exactly. I was with Sopranos with that ending. We're not that, we're, we're not gonna go. I think Ken no. wants to say so something. Ken in there. We got a couple minutes left. I got a good storyline. Um, it's not game related. <laughs> Bless you. It's not partying related. But uh, <laughs> I would say the. I would say The Matrix. Yes. And everybody's seen The Matrix. Yes. When I saw it, All right, yeah. I didn't know what I was getting I'll into. Agree. You know, when I saw it, I just saw a guy on TV jumping and running off walls. Yeah. When I started watching it, even up until the point they put the, the pills in front of Neil, yeah. I don't know if this is a real world. I don't know if he's about to go into a fake world. Okay, he gives the pills to Neil. Neil wakes up, and he's in this big egg-like thing. You know, they take him out of that. And up until the end of the movie, you still, I mean, you know what's going on, but you don't know what's real. You don't know what's fake. And then at the end of the movie, I mean, you, you think Neo is just as, just as human, just like everybody else. You know, end of the movie, he launches himself into, uh, into the agent. And that's when you realize, okay, this guy's different. All right, they're talking about the one throughout the movie. And as you watch the different series, you get emotionally connected to this character, Neo. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, the guy's not even human. He's a program, you know. Um, the only thing I didn't like the Matrix, I didn't like the he end of it. Program? Spoiler alert! What? Yeah, not really, not really a spoiler alert if you already seen the movie. Yeah, but you know, is that is that something I gotta watch the Animatrix to understand? He a, because he's a program to defeat Agent Smith, right? They kind of cancel each other out, but still in the real world, they cancel each other out. Um. It's For every alpha and omega, it's like a yin and a yang. It's yeah, no, that doesn't make any sense. Like, it's yeah. actually explained. It's an equation. Uh, okay. Only so Smith can. Please explain the fact that in the real world, 
Neo is a person, and then in he's a, like he's a program outside of the Matrix. I'm assuming uh, when he's inside of the Matrix, his his Matrix body is a program. He's an anomaly. You know? That's what they called him. Yeah. But when he's unplugged, what is he? He's like unplugged. That. I believe it's it's just like he um, has the same powers outside of the matrix yeah, too. I, I believe the program just took over a body, just like when uh, it was Agent Is that K. Possible? Well, Agent K, when he became human, he Smith. took over a couple Smith. bodies. Agent Smith, I'm sorry. Tell you what, guys, there's an entire Wikipedia uh, based on the Matrix. So yeah, just look, look, look at that. We'll, we'll, we'll we can go into this for another yeah. two hours. Yeah, I can all, you know what? <laughs> that aside, I'll agree with you. You do get attached, and it's a, yeah. it's it's a point of selflessness with him that in the first movie he does give up his uh, self worth or whatever to yeah. for the better good. Right. In the second one, at the end, he tries giving up his right to rescue the girl. Right. And the third one does the same thing, risks his life to save the. And it's and it's whole it's so many twists. You don't know what's going on. There's a lot of yeah. You can watch a lot of selflessness. One. Yeah. Yep. You know what? People dog the third one, but I think it's still good. Fort of Wells is a good movie. Third I like one. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it makes me wish that there was maybe one more. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. it might be. You know, I I don't think it's possible, but I I still think it was a great storyline. It ended the way it did. It was it was it was enjoyable. It was a good watch. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Are we getting that, straight away from video games here? That, do we have to talk about We're at about 70 minutes, so we got to cut her up for tonight. But um, I would like to thank anyone that listened to this and to our incoherent rambling. It's now 3 a.m., so we probably got a little sloppy in the little <laughs> last uh, oh, half an hour. I want to shout out that I'm still playing and <laughs> leveling up on my characters on Final yes. Fantasy. Can I give one more shout out? Yeah. I would like to give a shout out and um, to all nerds everywhere, especially. And I, I think all nerds speak for me when I say a special shout out. Uh, special shout out to Seven Eleven for the free slurpees yesterday. Yes. Yes. And as a nerd, if you, uh, if you didn't get your slurpee yesterday, I don't know what to tell you except for up, down, up, down, left, right, base, start. See how that works out for you. <laughs> but um, yeah, shout out to Seven Eleven for the free slurpee. And shout out to Frank Ocean. You be gay. That's fine. <laughs> Make music. And uh, next week, uh, or the next podcast, I should say, uh, we'll definitely be talking about soundtracks. So soundtracks. bust out your cassette players. Oh, yeah. Sweet. So for Nerd Coalition, this is Jimmy signing out. Peace out. Peace yeah.